Hello, and welcome to For the Plot Podcast, where you'll learn how to live your best life like the book characters you love. Because let's face it, reading is sexy. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Hello, welcome. Um, welcome. We can't believe it's already chapter five. So crazy. It's gone by really quick. I remember just like yesterday, really, let's start a podcast, and now yeah. it's been five weeks. Well, also, I think us deciding to start it to then starting it was very quick. That's so true. it's just been going. I know. That's true. Good for us. Um, yeah, so the, today's going to be an interesting episode. We're going to really quick take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week. Yeah. Um, Sante. Sante. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. That wasn't as bad as I was expecting. I was kind of nervous for that, but... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I needed that a little bit. So, um... Shall we? Shall we start? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) On that note, um, what are you currently reading, Katie Cow? I'm currently going back and forth between two. So, Ninth House by Leigh Bardugo. Um, it's a fantasy, dark academia vibe. Ooh. I'm really enjoying it. I really like it. I love... Dark Academia. Is it kind of like The Secret History, or... I haven't read that one, actually. I'm surprised. Yes. Wow. Um, it's... Donna Tartt's a hard author to get into. She's very... Really good, like, a really good, strong writer. Just, like, very analytical. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's very dense to get through. Okay. Well, I have... I started reading The Goldfinch. Right. And I got, like, halfway through. And it is... I think it's kind of the same. It's a really good story. And I know I will finish it. I just needed a break. Yeah. Because it was just dense. Right. Um, I really like it. It takes place in Yale and, like, those secret societies. And they do autopsies and lots of behind-the-scenes oh, things with the police cool. as well. I like that. Um... I wonder how much like research went into that. I always am yeah. curious. Yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll have to look into it. Yeah. That is really interesting. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the other book I'm reading is Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey. I just mm-hmm. got it. I'm on like the third chapter. I really like it. I love Tessa Bailey. Just like cool. a lighthearted romance. Kick your feet up in the air. Exactly. So you just need that every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, so guys, I finally finished The Twelfth Night. You did. <laughs> yes. How was it? It was good. It was good. It was actually really funny. I enjoyed it. I think also like watching She's the Man and then reading it, especially because we were going to go see it in person. I was mm-hmm. excited to like read it because I'm just a very visual person and sometimes yes. like just reading the dialogue because it was different with like Daisy Jones and the Six, even though mm-hmm. it was like conversational. But with, like, Shakespeare, to read the asides and, like, the scene. And, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, like... And also, it's, like, she does disguise and all the things. So it's kind of confusing, especially, like, knowing back in Shakespearean times, only men would be the actors. So even men would dress up like women. Mm -hmm. And so, like, knowing that historical factor, it was a lot of things going on. So I'm Mm -hmm. glad I had that, like, context of she's the man. Yeah, just puts the plot (laughs) into... My promotion, modern, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, but currently I'm reading Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel. It's, I don't know how, I don't know where I bought it. I think I just, like, kind of one of those books that just, like, you find on your shelf and you're like, why haven't I read this? Yeah. Because I was packing it at my apartment and I found it and I was like, oh, this looks good. It's, like, philosophical love. Mm-hmm. But it is literally, I wake up early to, like, make sure I have time to read it because it's really, really good. That's it's amazing. A, yeah, so it's a man who survived Auschwitz. And he's talking about um, for the first half, like third or quarter of the book is about his experience at Auschwitz. I think it's not to like show how hard it was, but just to kind of defend what he's about to say. Um, because he's talking about how like he's denying Freud for saying that men's search for power is how men find meaning in their life. And he was like, no, just the fact that like even people don't believe in God, like they're always searching for some type of meaning and so finding meaning for his like going to Auschwitz and like mm-hmm. he is a religious figure um like he is devout um and his Jewish faith but I'm, I don't know I'm really excited to see where it goes it's already like crushing because if he's like writing about his time at Auschwitz that's what I'm still in the beginning half of the book and he's talking about how like he didn't know if his wife was alive and that they were separated and how he, there was just so many chances where he was like almost you know put to death and it yeah. was just it's so heartbreaking it really is it's it's a really I'm finding it really insightful and just I mean I always am searching for that kind of higher level meaning and things and whether it be God or some other type of universe or I don't know that philosophical insight I always gravitate towards because mm-hmm. I always am questioning the world around me and like that higher power so yeah. I'm really enjoying it that's good but yes, um, so we are drinking right now because <laughs> it goes along with today's episode, but also, Katie Comp, what's going on in your life? <laughs> well, currently, I am moving, um, moving out of my house in Iowa City, and so this yesterday, my family came up and packed everything away in boxes, mm-hmm. but I'm still in my house for two, three more days. 
So we're currently in my room, but there's a blow-up mattress. I'm sitting on it. Yes. <laughs> and there's a suitcase. So boxes? And boxes, yeah. It's just very empty. Mm-hmm. Very weird. I have to clean the whole house today. So it's just a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot going on. <laughs> right. Um, we've had quite the week. Just, oh gosh, yeah. Working really hard at our normal girl boss jobs. And then coming home and like trying to make this obviously work because it's a passion project for us mm-hmm. but then also we're moving on top of everything we like went to a business conference in chicago which is really exciting but it was like the most inconvenient time because we're both moving mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just been a really stressful week also like very emotionally draining because i mean i bet katie probably feels somewhat similarly i only have you only have until this saturday in iowa city really and i yeah. have a week and a half mm-hmm. and it's like really hitting me like my boyfriend and I have been talking a lot about doing long distance soon and I don't have to do long distance with you and it's yeah. just like I feel like every night I'm going out with my friends having a good time but then I come home like and I start crying just mm-hmm. because it's been so emotionally draining but like yeah. it's such a good like happy goodbye like I feel so grateful to have this goodbye but it's mm-hmm. also like god damn it hurts <laughs> yeah no, I feel that and it's also just on top of that like moving mm-hmm. and like summer internship finishing up and just everything's happening at once it's hard to like your emotions are just so spread and you can't really focus on oh how am I feeling about this one thing right it's hard to slow down for me right now and like I don't know who's my Caitlin here's on the pod like last week she'll text me like hey how are you feeling today so nice of her but mm-hmm. I'm just like babe I don't even know where I am today yeah <laughs> I don't even know what day it is <laughs> yeah they're my thoughts yeah right now. I was like oh just really and it's just like, it's still a lot of stress so mm-hmm. Not that we're stressed drinking, but we're stressed drinking in a good, happy, healthy way. Yeah, we just had to get into the podcast. We wanted to make sure that we were chatty enough because we're both really (laughs) tired. Yeah. Um, But anything for the plot. So, today's a lifestyle episode, um, so we kind of flip back and forth. So, we kind of thought it'd be more fun to kind of do a get-to-know-you type Mm -hmm. episode. And we need to do, like, know us, you've been listening to us the past month. Thank you again for everyone who subscribed. It's really exciting. Um, But yeah, we don't really, I don't know, just more of that, like, personal, like, want to get to know Katie and I. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to play We're Not Really Strangers, that game, if you're familiar with it, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, So, you can go check it out. It's really Mm -hmm. fun. They have a really good, like, Instagram base, and they have a lot of good like deep personal questions and yeah because you're not really strangers to anyone because I love how it has the three levels Mm -hmm. so depending on who you're playing with um how comfortable you are with getting with them with how deep you want to go with the questions that's fair I actually got so I have a set with us I got actually I think my mom bought it with me we were like in Urban Outfitters doing like mom and daughter shopping type beat Mm -hmm. and I saw it and I was like oh my gosh like and my mom used to like growing up at like dinner um when I was growing up sometimes we'd all you know come home from school or my dad would be working and we would not really want to talk and my mom's super chatty and like outgoing so she got a bunch of like card like games like we're not really strangers to like Mm -hmm. do dinner talk dinner table talk and so I saw it I was like oh my gosh she would love this and she like immediately bought it and then we I think brought it to my dad that weekend at the lake house and I played it with just my mom and my dad and me Mm -hmm. and we played like the level three the most intense just because my mom was like oh we don't we like already know each other we've already connected (laughs) and then it was just like what do you think your biggest flaw is like what do you think their biggest flaw is and we were like uh let's go back to label level one maybe (laughs) (laughs) like um but it was really fun and it was cool to like see my parents perspective on me so i'm glad i i had that relationship with my parents that we were able to play that yeah that's amazing alcohol was also involved i think that's just (laughs) a little bit bit, you know um but yeah so we're gonna go back and forth and pull some cards and answer them both for each other um we thought it would just be like a fun lighthearted episode and something slight especially for us in this like moving situation so thank you guys um yes. for being accommodating <laughs> with us but katie i'll let you pull the first card that's how we cheers first oh yes sante darling okay <laughs> oh that's okay. good i like I this it's the trader joe's i love me um, some trader joe chardonnay from paris <gasps> paris yes Okay, first, my home. first card. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. Um, what was your first impression of me? Okay, well, I know we've talked about our first time meeting each other on the pod, that, like, really excruciating, awkward... Sorry. <laughs> no, it was. I fully, um, fully agree. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my God. Um, coffee date. I think yes. my first impression of you is I just, like, I don't know. I don't want to be like, I didn't think we'd be friends, Mm -hmm. which sounds bad because, like, I literally can't picture my life without you. But the time I was like, 
oh, she's going to be a good person to, like, have in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And just, in, like, immediately fast friend. But I wasn't thinking long term. Yeah. I think my first impression of you, I was like, oh, she's quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was, again, party girl era back then, like, didn't want a quiet friend, which I now realize I need desperately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, oh, she's quiet. I thought you were really smart, mm-hmm. um, especially with what you knew about Scotland, had done other research. Um, and I felt like, oh my God, she probably thinks I'm so stupid. That's what I thought. Really? Yes. Um, I also just felt embarrassed because I felt like all I could talk about was like going out and drinking with my friends. That's all I really would talk about at the time because that was just my day-to-day life yeah. in college at that point. Um, no shame. We've all been there, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was interesting because you were just going to like, and I don't know. And as we like started to get to know each other, I felt like that first initial meeting wasn't a real true first impression. I would say like a real good like first impression was like when I walked to your flat and we walked back to the pub and we just like were talking and I was like, okay, she reads, she's like nerdy. That's cool. I'm nerdy. I was trying to like find that slower pace of life. So it was a good take. But yeah, I definitely did not anticipate us becoming as close as we are, but I'm yeah. so, so grateful that we are. I am too. <laughs> Do I answer it for you now? Yeah. Okay. So, so my first impression of <laughs> kind of really me like stumbling into this coffee shop. No, like, okay, so you were already sitting there. Yeah. I got shaky you. with my and hangover. I remember thinking, wow, she has a really good sense of style. Really? <laughs> because you had a beanie that had this blue butterfly on it, if mm-hmm. I remember it. And this um Sweater, sweater vest? Yeah, I was wearing my green sweater vest. Yeah, I was wow, like, she has a really good sense of style. I don't know what I was wearing, but, yeah, that was my initial, like, by looks. Oh, I love that. Um, and then the little I knew about you were, was that you were in Zeta. Yeah. So that was, I was off, and you were talking about, like, going out and drinking, and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm... <laughs> and I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking, um, like, that you were really cool, but that I, like, kind of how you were saying, it would be, like, I'm glad I'm meeting you so when we're in Scotland, we can hang out and I'll have someone to know there. Right. But I also didn't see yeah. it long term. <laughs> because I was just like, oh, we're just have different ways of life. I don't know. So were you just like, oh, she's a party sorority girl? That's okay. Like, honestly, yeah, my first impression was. Yeah, well, that's like honestly who I was at that time. Because I remember I stalked your Instagram. That was also I when I was VP4. Yeah. And yeah, there were some posts on Zeta, and then you were talking about how you just went out the night before, and you were really hungover. Mm-hmm. And so that's just what my mind jumped to. Fair. Um, but then flash, flash forward when we're in Edinburgh mm-hmm. and then more first because that's also I don't know if I like I know that was the first time we met but it's also yeah well technically we met situation we met months before on the top of Joe's rooftop oh yes going out um again I just thought like I don't know I, I don't even remember really meeting you with a picture together which I think is really funny and yeah. definitely like the universe like invisible string type vibe like we were meant to meet and mm-hmm. become best friends but I think also just like by appearances, I guess I just thought I, I was like, oh, she's like mousy and shy, which yeah. I, which I don't think you're mousy anymore. Like mm-hmm. I really don't think that. I think you definitely own that you're shy. But mm-hmm. and, and like I don't know, not that I thought it was a negative aspect to you at all. I just mm-hmm. it was like, oh, she's a little bit more shy, and I'm like, and see, that's I didn't think of oh, you're in a sorority as a negative aspect. I was just like, that's not my vibe yeah, so initially was um, well yeah because now that I know you better I know that's not one of your main personality points no <laughs> so my first impression you was not accurate of how I know you today yeah, same and also when we were in Edinburgh one of my first things I just remember about you and when we like started getting closer was I know we've talked about this but like how you'll get me out of my shell but then also we could just have really good conversations about life yeah. Like, I remember after we cut our bangs, we went to the... No, I think this was before. We went to the library bar. Yeah. And I just remember having a really good talk, like, a, a few different topics. Yeah. But they were really deep conversations, and I love deep conversations. Yeah. And that we barely knew each other but could have those talks. Yeah. That was the initial, like, okay, I would actually hang out with her. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think for me... Um, and just, like, the fact that I, like, know myself so much better now that I'm... I mean, I'm 22. I still am learning about things about myself all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I think you're, again, constantly figuring out yourself and molding yourself and all that jazz. But I just... I remember, like, I did this the same... I don't know. Like, my friend that I was really close with before, I'm, like, best friends with you now. 
And kind of just like, oh, I feel like comfortable with her. So I kind of just like, with her, it was more of like, I'm a trauma dumping with her. I was like, here's everything you need to know about me, like a crash course in Casey, just so you like understand. Mm -hmm. But then with you, I was like, so, I mean, I remember telling you about like my boy problems like immediately. You we were walking through a bookshop. Yeah. And it was one of our first times hanging out. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I didn't, I mean, I also just like constantly seek external advice because I've, I mean, I listen, and I'm a lot better at listening to my gut intuition now, but it's take, taken a long time to like adopt that mm-hmm. mentality. So I was like, I don't know what to do. And you were like, I don't even know this girl. <laughs> but yeah, I just felt like comfortable with you. But I also was just, I think it's also a, a sense of me like wanting to attach myself to someone because. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's just kind of something I always tend to do, so, like, I always say I don't put my eggs in one basket, but then I, like, always have one best friend, and then I'm like, yeah. I I actually do always put my eggs in my basket, <laughs> like, I have multiple friends that I'm grateful for, and that, like, I'm happy sharing, mm-hmm. I'm an open book, I always say that, like, I will share anything about me at all times, mm-hmm. people can ask me anything, and I will tell them, um, but with you, I'm like, here's actually my laundry list of everything about me ever, and you have to mm-hmm. read it all in the, like, notes and everything, and you yeah. were like, okay, which yeah, I really appreciate. So it's like forcing us to be that close, mm-hmm. but I was grateful because I love those deep conversations too. But I'm also tempted to just be like, so what do you think about God? What do you think? You know, because yeah. I just like well, that was curious. one of my first conversations. Yeah, was about faith. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll keep yeah. pull the next question. <laughs> yeah, the next card. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh. Um, what would your younger self not believe about your life today? I'm answering this for myself. Yes. Okay. Um, that I have a podcast. <laughs> would never in a million years I don't think my younger self would believe that yeah um but here we are hey (laughs) um that I am not pre-med not um going the medical route yeah or at least doctor route yeah um especially like high school me that would be very oh wow like what went wrong vibe I think even (laughs) though like now I'm so happy but Mm -hmm. um I think my younger self would believe I studied abroad and traveling is a big part of my life, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe also just being my younger self would be more scared with where I am today or like not believe with how I am relatively okay with the unknown of yeah. my life right now. Yeah. Because I love the plans and I had a plan for myself, but right. now don't really know, but Fair. working through that. We're figuring yeah. it out one day at a time. Yeah. Those are the things I'm thinking of. What about you? For me, um, I think my younger self would drop dead seeing me have a nose piercing and tattoos. <laughs> oh my um, gosh, yeah, tattoos. Yeah, and like, I'm gonna be fully honest, like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> my younger self hates me right now. Mm-hmm. I don't really smoke, um, just on the occasional. It's not like on the reg. No, it's just like a bit, whatever. <laughs> it's a European um, No, yeah, my younger self would like, shaking her little boots mm-hmm. um she was very much type a very much listened to the rules so much that i would not drink until 21 i think we all told ourselves that when we were young but i don't think i did oh i did i was like i'm never drinking until i'm 21 Which, that and surprises then, me yeah and then i started drinking at like 14 <laughs> okay it happens it happens <laughs> um yeah i would definitely be scared of that because i just i had this like mentality against tattoos and things i think i was taught in the environment i grew up in mm-hmm. that i'm really grateful for but i also think you just should question where you grew up um, mm-hmm. just because that's all you know and you need to step outside that box and look back at it and reflect. I guess reflect is a better word than question, but yeah. definitely reflect. So yeah, I have tattoos now. I have a nose piercing. Um, I'm moving to Paris, which my younger self would probably be so excited and like be like, wow. Well, like, okay. So my name, Casey, means brave, which I know I've talked about this. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've talked about it in the pod, but I definitely talk about it to my friends because as a kid, that used to bother me so much because I'm scared of heights. I'm scared of roller coasters. I'm scared of elevators. Um, I'm scared of all these things. I would, mm-hmm. I was super picky with what I ate. Like, I was just like, this, I'm not, like, this isn't me. Mm-hmm. And now, like... I am brave where like even though which I, th- I think I just like retaught myself what bravery is which doesn't mean the absence of fear it means that you do things when you're still fearful yeah. fearful so I ride the roller coasters even though I'm screaming the whole time cussing <laughs> and I go in elevators that I'm scared of whatever but um yeah and like try new foods I love trying weird foods mm-hmm. um yeah, and so I think my younger self would be like, oh my god, you're moving to Paris? Like, I think she would have believed that I wanted to, like, I always wanted to, like, study abroad. I always wanted to, like, go to New York. But, like, a part of me was 
a really realistic part of me was really scared and I was scared when I went abroad and I will be scared when I move to New York and things mm-hmm. but it's just like I know it's a part of me and I know it's like life is bigger than fear mm-hmm. so you just kind of have to like and you can't let that dictate your life no you just gotta strap on your boots big big girl pants and yeah. hit the road you know <laughs> yeah. so I think my younger self would be really shocked that I'm moving to Paris but really proud mm-hmm. and like wow I like lived up to my name in that kind of way um, which makes me really proud but she'd be like wow you can speak French because it's when my parents actually joke that my mom was pregnant with me when my when they were in Paris okay. so my mom always jokes that I like the reason I'm obsessed with like French culture in Paris mm-hmm. is because I had a croissant when I was like in the womb or whatever <laughs> which I think is true because when I first went to Paris when I was 18 with my mom I started crying because it was the first place I've ever been to that it felt like home before ever being there mm-hmm. well it was like I'll set the scene. So we like fly in. We're so tired. We like get picked up from the taxi. It's like raining. I like look out. It's like all these beautiful like yellow French apartments with the like blue roofs mm-hmm. and like it's raining. It just is so like Parisian and that like feel like it's like jazz music, music is playing but nothing's playing. It's just mm-hmm. like that's the vibe. I look over. There's a sculpture made out of clocks. And I started crying. My mom was like, what's going on? And I was like, I belong here. Yeah. Um, which is great. And it's really affirming that I feel that way. And I've met French people that also are like, you belong in Paris. I'm like, guys, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, yeah, so I think my younger self would be really shocked, but very proud, mm-hmm. which I'm really proud of. But also terrified that I have permanent things in my body for the rest of my life, being tattoos. Yeah. But, you know, girlfriend, you got to live. And also, they're really fun. <laughs> Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, that'll be my answer for that one. <laughs> okay, question number three. What is your favorite song lyric that you can think of off the top of your head? Oh my god, I need to like think of a song. I can answer it. Okay. I have been, this song has been stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just sent it to, I'm pretty, okay, it's by Noah Khan. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Mm-hmm. And it's the lyric, um, who the hell likes living just to die? Oh. I'm pretty sure it's from the song You'll Go Far, the one that, or You're Gonna Go Far, the one that I sent to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I love that. That's really good. It's the first, the right part right before is something about survival. Mm. I like Like, that that's the thing about survival, who the hell likes living just to die. Wow, that's really good. And then the other one that popped in my head. Oh, yes, keep going, because I can't think of anything. <laughs> I'm, like, trying to, I'm, like, going through my Spotify. Very good. I'm surprised these are coming so quickly, because normally I blank, but, um, Taylor Swift, yeah. August. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is the right song. But the lyric is to live for the hope of it all. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. That's it. Um, the song is All Shades of Blue. And the lyric is um, when, you're th- when your heart's in a thousand pieces, but you're all shades of blue or something. Ooh. Yeah. And that's going to me right now because um, I was in my red era uh, for mm-hmm. a really long time. And I, like, mark every part of my, like, life in colors because it just helps me, I don't know, solidify things. Yeah, categorize. Um, But after my last partner and I broke up, I was in my red rampage era. Um, I was, like, a heartbreaker type beat. Um, And I was really angry and sad, and, like, I really wanted that to work out, but it didn't. And I did a lot of stupid things to try to make it work, which is fine because, like, when you're in love, you do whatever you can to make it work, but it wasn't meant to be, and I realize that now, but not to be all sappy, but I am really in love with my boyfriend, and um, I, like, now, he's, like, I don't know, I just feel like that, like, fire of, like, the red era, like, Mm -hmm. has finally, like, ceased, and I feel like now I'm in my blue era, which is, like, very calm, Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel really calm, (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's, like, a song that we, it's on the corner playlist together, and it's Mm -hmm. just... It was so true that, like, when your heart's in a thousand pieces, but you're all shades of blue, it's like, damn. I just remember, like, looking at him and being like, damn. Yeah. Um, that's all sappy and romantic. I promise I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. A, a real lyric that, like, absolutely, like, crushes my soul mm-hmm. every time I listen to the song. It's Nothing New by Taylor Swift and Phoebe Bridgers, of course. Um, but how it goes is, how can a person know everything at 18 but mm-hmm. nothing at 22? is so real for me because at 18 I had everything figured out not at all I just Mm -hmm. just, like talked a big game I was like I'm still hyper independent but I realized that's a fault but when I was 18 I was like hyper independent hyper like by parents I'm moving to Iowa whatever like I'm moving to New York after like I can do whatever the like heck I want Mm -hmm. you can't tell me anything to do I will get a job, I will get my own money, I will do whatever I want, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which caused a lot of obviously issues with my family that I regret, but we've bridged a lot of those gaps now and I'm so grateful for that, but it's like that's like lyric crushes me because 
I thought I knew everything at 18. I think you, like I think a lot of people can gravitate towards that lyric. But now at 22, I literally know nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I guess at 18 too, like I knew where I was going to college. I had that security. But now at 22, I have like yeah, I'm moving to Paris. But like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. What the hell am I doing? Um, like I have it figured out for like one year of my life. But then after, it's like, I yeah. mean, literally, you have nothing mm-hmm. left. Like there's no other like. You know, school like your junior year of high school or your junior year of college, like mm-hmm. this is what I have to go. Yeah, 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 right. Or like eighteen to like next year of college and then the next year, but now it's just like job. Yeah. Move, whatever you want to do. And mm-hmm. it's like yeah, you get Yeah, for sure. Definitely one thing I've learned this past like summer is just being okay and like comfortable in the unknown mm-hmm. and just embracing it because yeah. that's what my life is right now. Right. And if I think about it too much I just spiral so just being like mm-hmm. okay this is great like I can go so many different directions right and just being okay with that you know I've honestly had that conversation with so many of my friends mm-hmm. who are in our position that are 22 years old 23 moving on figuring things out and like actually I was talking about it with my boyfriend the other night and he was really just like being honest with me and he was like I just feel like everyone's doing something everyone knows what they're doing everyone has something figured out I have no idea what I'm doing and I was like dude like it's totally fine like I don't know what I'm doing and he was like yeah you do and I was like (laughs) I'm really good at talking a big talk and like saying I know what I'm doing but I really have no idea like yeah I'm moving to Paris and I have a job which I'm really grateful for but that's literally the context for a year Mm -hmm. like if I like Paris I'll stay if I don't I'll move like that's a big decision like Mm -hmm. I can do that later I also can like hate Paris and move halfway through like the world is your oyster you can do whatever the heck you want now like I'm I'm, I mean at 18 yeah you're an adult and you can quote unquote Mm -hmm. do whatever you want but really it's like like, now I can really do whatever I want, which mm-hmm. is kind of equally exciting and terrifying. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I just, like, if you don't know what you're doing with your life, like, don't feel like join you... Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. First of all, join the club. Second of all, be, like, show yourself grace. Yeah. Also, like, the economy is so crazy right now. Not to, like, get into it, but, like... Crazy times. Can we talk about the economy and this economy? Like, I'm trying to get a job, girl. Like, no. Um, Also, like, financial things, that's a whole other caseload. So, just embrace it. Romanticize every little bit. Yeah, because when you're romanticizing living on an air mattress right now, as you should, it's beautiful. It looks so great in here. Yeah, it does. I love it. But what have you done with the place? Wow. Right? Um, But, like, think about it. When you're 42 and are working that job that you worked so hard to get to you look back at this time in your life and you're like dang mm-hmm. but I had no idea what the fuck I was doing and could just low-key do whatever I wanted every mm-hmm. day like obviously yeah you job search and you maybe you are like didn't expect yourself to move back home with your parents mm-hmm. but like your parents aren't gonna be around every like every, all the time for the rest yeah. of your life like embrace that time with them because mm-hmm. you are exactly where you're meant to be mm-hmm. and the universe only opens doors for you that you're ready for yeah and not that a door not opening for you isn't a failure it's a sign to pivot yeah yeah it just wasn't meant to be and like it will be maybe later but the universe only opens doors for you that you are ready for and that's not to say you're not ready it's just that maybe you just need more time to grow yeah and that's totally valid because Mm -hmm. this entire life is what you're what you're doing is growing Mm -hmm. every day so show yourself grace Mm -hmm. take a deep breath You'll make it through. Have a glass of wine with your best friend, <laughs> and it will all be okay. Yes. Um, I love that. Yeah, okay. I'll pull the next question after that one. Sounds good. Um, oh, please don't start playing nothing new now. <laughs> um, oh, what made you gravitate towards me as a friend? Oh, I love this I know we've kind of talked about it, but I'm excited to like, kind of get into it. Um, your confidence was a big one. I remember being abroad, and... Like, I know you mentioned this a little bit ago, but just you just seem like you know exactly what you wanted with life and what you're going to do, and I love that because that was something I always wanted but wasn't good at actually doing that or projecting that. Um, so, yeah, I just grabbed it towards, like, oh, I want to have confidence like that. Yeah. Um, also, being with some or, like, having a friend who will get me out of my shell. I know we just talk in circles about all this <laughs> um, theme all the I love time, it but... Yeah, just like, oh, this is going to, like, really grow me as a person of who I want to be, and I know I can do that with you, and I'm trying to, like, gather my thoughts. That's okay. Um, Yeah, just, like, getting me out of my shell and having more confidence and, like, okay, that's who I want to be. I want to be more like that. Absolutely. Gravitate, for sure. Yeah, I love that. I think just to speak briefly on that, I think my rule of thumb that I have probably told you a thousand times, like, Mm -hmm. 
to be confident, you have to kind of speak it into existence and kind of fake it till you make it, as they all say, mm -hmm. which is very true. But like for me, wanting to be a novelist, I knew I would never make it there unless I like said like I will be a novelist. Mm -hmm. And so I remember like just changing that. Oh, I want to into mm -hmm. into like I will. Yeah, it's such a powerful statement and. I mean, I was saying that when I was a sophomore in college, yeah. and I was not confident then. <laughs> but I remember I was working at the restaurant back then, and I remember people would ask me, like, oh, creative writing, like, what are you going to do with that? And I was like, oh, I'm going to be a novelist. Mm -hmm. And then someone just was like, that makes a lot of sense for you. And it was yeah. the first, like, validation in that context that I was like, oh, this is working. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, just speak it constantly into existence. And then I was also, like, kind of, like, then I had to live up to it. If I'm yeah. telling people I will do this, then I... I gotta go do it. I gotta fucking write a book. <laughs> so I did. I think <laughs> also you say a lot of um, one-liners, like, speak it into existence, embarrassment of disease, get well soon. And I love those. And I was like, that also gravitated uh, me towards, like, mantra. oh, I... I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta speak Casey lingo if you're to hang out with me, <laughs> which you're definitely fluent. Yeah. Um, for me, again, we, we talk about this a lot, but um, you bring me down to earth, mm -hmm. which I didn't know I need, but I need. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm a very fiery, outlandish, uh, loud person, and having someone that matches that energy feeds my ego in ways that I do not need. Mm -hmm. It's honestly pretty toxic for me to like live in that like egotistical hedonism, like go, 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 fire all the time. Mm -hmm. And so like you really bring me down to earth. I think it also kind of plays into our signs as like a Sagittarius and Taurus, yeah, like yeah. it just fits. Yeah. Um, which I'm really grateful for. But yeah, you just bring me down to earth. You make me see like the full picture um, slow down, which I really need to do. And I just, uh, like you're my rock you know what I mean like I just know I can go to you with anything and it's like I can tell you anything and you will never judge me and it's just really I've never really had that relationship and like mm -hmm. I know I've told you this like off the podcast obviously recently but like I've never had a sister I've two older brothers but like mm -hmm. that's just definitely the closest thing I would ever have to a sister yeah. um I don't want to say yeah. <laughs> anyways um yeah so I think just even, like, when we were abroad, just, like, realizing the, the amount that you, like, held space for me to, like, mm -hmm. say my thoughts. Sometimes it's hard for me to, like, articulate exactly what I'm feeling and thinking, and you're mm -hmm. always just so patient with me and just, yeah. like, willing to listen even though you don't want, don't know what to say. Because you'll sometimes tell me, like, I honestly don't know what to say. Is that okay? And I'm like, mm -hmm. honestly, yes. I'd rather you say that to give me some bullshit. Like, you yeah. actually are so honest with me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I just really value because I trust you so much because you, like, are so honest. Mm -hmm. um, and just, like, really bring me down to earth. So it's just a really good balance of a friendship. And I know, yes. again, I could call you at any point and like, it would mm -hmm. be fine. You know, and it's yeah. like, I would never take that for granted because I know how hard it is to find. So... Very grateful. Thank you. Well, I feel the same way. I love that. I feel like I can say anything and you won't judge me because so many times I'll be like, oh, and I also know, like you notice when I'm like, oh, I'm going to say something. I was like, then I start backing out from actually saying it. It's like, no, just say it. And I love that space because I need that to just someone where I can voice all my thoughts. And, you sometimes need a push. Yes. And I, you've never once made me feel judged for anything. And I really appreciate that and Good. love that and need that. Um, and also... I remember initially abroad, but now it happens all the time. I would randomly just say something or ask you a question, and sometimes it can be a little like quirky or weird, <laughs> and you just fully like didn't hesitate and just like went with it, and I really love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that too, especially because I mean, now that we know each other so well, like I love that sometimes Katie will like save questions, kind of like what we're doing now. Um, in a more so sense like if we're out to dinner she's like oh I wrote down these questions I want to ask you and it's like so sweet but it's like it's good because it ensures like a good long conversation when we're out to dinner when I already mm -hmm. know most of like your day-to-day -day activity sometimes I'll save it if I know we have an event coming up together but mm -hmm. no I, I love that I also just love again deep conversations so I think it's really fun I know and, and I, I think initially when we were able to have those I was like oh this yeah. is a good friendship and absolutely I also just love that like we both value that, and so I feel like I'm constantly learning new things about you. And so, mm -hmm. and when I do learn something new about you, I'm like surprised. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that about you. Like that, make oh my gosh, like that's. Like when I first told you that I watched the Kardashians. Oh my god, <laughs> Casey was stunned. I was stunned. I was. I, you were like, you were like, I have to come clean, and I was like, what did she have to tell me? Like it was a confession, <laughs> and you were like, I watch the Kardashians every Thursday. And I was like, oh my god, who is she? And you're like, yeah, I just. I was just want to eat mac and cheese and, and 
watched the Kardashians, and I was like, so now I'm just like, how's Kim? How's Kylie? Yeah. It was really good. I love that, like, you felt comfortable doing that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, on to the next. Yes. Um, let's see. When do you think I'm most in my element? What am I doing? Who am I with? Ooh. All the things. I <laughs> love this question. Um, okay. You're ideally in your element with, if you are with people, it's like one to two people max. Mm-hmm. And by that, I think it's like me or your sister or Ellie mm-hmm. or like that's it honestly but like not all three of us together because I think that would overwhelm you it's like kind of like one-on-one if you're not alone Mm -hmm. like I think you really like thrive well in that like one-on-one environment or just by yourself Mm -hmm. if you are doing a by by yourself day you're in a city you have your airpods in you're walking around in a cute floral dress you have tennis (laughs) shoes on you have your tote bag um with an iced americano in your hand and you're like mapped out a bunch of bookstores and you're going to all these bookstores um, this is like your fast paced like travel day. Mm-hmm. Um, your I think your like other environment that you're like in your element is like in your cozy pajamas, monkey slippers, reading a book in your like book nook. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like sunset and you like maybe vibe music and a candle going. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I see. I don't know if you listen yeah. to music when you read, but I'm just like picturing I'm setting the scene. <laughs> um, but then if you are with someone, I think like if it were me, we'd be at like a jazz club that's like more like when um, we were in New York and it was that like underground one. Like I think Smalls is really fun and also your element, but I think you, I don't know, like something about like the low key environment is yeah. so like on brand for you in the mm-hmm. best way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think bookstore, low key jazz club, reading book, Katie Comp. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was amazing. <laughs> that's, like, how I see you. Like, let me just tell you your Pinterest board, because that's everything on it. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. That's all accurate. Very accurate. Okay. <laughs> let me gather my... Okay. I think you're most in your element. The thing that I first thought of when reading this question is um, you're in Paris, and you're either with yourself or with, like, me or Ian, your boyfriend. Yeah. Um and your and your amazing fit that <laughs> every other person compliments you on <laughs> and it's just you have like that little like your eye makeup just has like a little touch of color but it's not too overwhelming and it just really pops yeah thanks um tote bag book uh, your sparkly headphones and yes. you're walking like 10 miles an hour <laughs> down the street <laughs> that's so accurate <laughs> And it was like, is she late for something? Like, where no, is she my, going? My favorite quote, of, I've, I've, like, I have it written, written down in my notes is, Katie was saying to me, she was like, I don't walk quick, I walk fast with you. And I was like, thank you. My normal speed is slow. Like, when I'm walking, um, I walk at a... My normal speed is 10 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> walking. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so, yeah, you are... <laughs> speed walking? Yes. And you are in Paris, and you're going to the not well-known popular um brunch spots or like the writer's brunch place Mm. um but just more low-key you're speaking to your friends you're in your element having a good conversation with them and they're like oh my gosh like where are you from in france basically (laughs) um and then going into a um what do you call it? Bar club, and they're like, "Oh, Casey, how have you been?" <laughs> I was really accurate. <laughs> nice to see you again. Leona a Paris, yes. Joe's place, and I was like, "Yes, just a little catch up." Yeah. Um, no matter where you are, dancing, Always. getting up, doing a little spin, little dance, um, <laughs> not little dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. I make everyone start dancing. I usually like yes. initiate the dancing, and then all of a sudden, everyone's just having the best time of their lives <laughs> dancing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then goes to the after party with the band. And, yes, yeah. and just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. So for the next question, um, ooh, what do you think our most important similarities are? Oh, I love that. Um, I think especially because we travel so much, needing the phone time. And <laughs> <laughs> um, even when we just go on like little business trips together and yeah. we're with other people that can just go, 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 socialize, networking. Mm-hmm. And we both can't. I love being able to bond over that or just both be able to like excuse ourselves and yeah. say we need to so true. Phone, some phone time, some yeah. silence, sit in silence for a little Literally. bit. I don't know if it's a similarity or just the fact that we're so close, but I love like like in those moments when we're on like a business trip or in around like a room full of other people where I can just look at you and know that we're gonna <laughs> talk about it later. Like I think it's just yeah. that we're close. But the fact that like, I know that what was just said or something annoys both of us. Like we have mm-hmm. the same type of like 
No, that, that kind of annoyed me. Yeah. Like, um, and also, just like our debrief sessions are so important to both of us, which oh I think gosh. is super fun. Because, I mean, we both live the same, like for a business trip that we just went on, for example, like we both mm-hmm. live the exact same 24 hours, more or less. Mm-hmm. But we went through, like, afterwards, and Nitty Gritty picked it apart, and I loved it because we were both like, oh, my God, he said this at, like, 10.05, then he said this, and then this happened. And they're getting like, both... this is how I felt about this yes, comment. exactly. And it was so good because, like, yeah, the, like, they always say, like, whatever, girls do brief, like, mm-hmm. um, are, like, so important, but, like, no, it's, like, literally sacred for us, and yes. I love that because... I look forward to that. Me too. Like, oh, my gosh, I need this debrief session to come. Same. And also the fact that, like, we usually feel the same way about certain things, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, especially when things like you know take us off or whatever i'm glad that i have that kind of validation i guess that like yeah, you know that like, wasn't oh, being irrational right now no like, that's no. just like such a woman thing like no, no. i am allowed sure. to feel my feel things anger feminist wrath against businessmen yes i'll say it yes <laughs> i also love when we'll have plans later that night and we'll randomly text each other throughout the day like oh my gosh this just happened like well, the brief later. Yeah. Like, knowing it's coming later to not, like, call or te- text right. about it. Or, like, I mean, after the podcast, Katie and I are actually super excited. I guess we didn't mention the life update. We're going to the Barbie movie. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Actually so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. And then we're also, like, doing a little picnic thing before. So I texted Katie this morning. I was like, we actually have so much to talk about tonight. And that's just kind of, like, the debrief, like, the, the, pr- the prelude to the debrief of, like, we have so much to say. But that's also yeah. a good check-in where, like, Katie was like, are you good? And I was like, no, I'm good. We just need to talk about it later. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a good, like... If I needed to talk about it in that moment, I know I could like divulge via text, but like mm-hmm. I, want, I knew I was gonna see you tonight, so I was like, like it can't it can wait, wait until it can later. Wait, but like mm-hmm. it's also a good check in. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's just like not necessarily like quote unquote similarities. I think it's just that we're so bonded that we like know, and yeah. it's just it's nice because that's very nice to have. Yeah, that we are similar in those like in, like the more both need to like relax, introvert, and then also get our fuel like fury out from annoying people <laughs> yeah um See, i feel like okay other similarities most important also reading i really value that yeah, that's same um even though we don't necessarily have the same book taste just the idea of we both know what it's like to be really into a book and not mm-hmm. be able to put it down yeah or good reads or needing time like oh i really just want to read and having someone else that understands that yeah and also someone that like understands like not reading as much like in high school to like for like my freshman year of college i was like oh it's gonna it's weird yes and we bonded over that i remember having a conversation like several conversations with you about that in scotland mm-hmm. where i was like yeah i was like made fun of in like middle school and stuff for sure. reading sure. and it was just like refreshing to be like oh we can kind of bond over that mm-hmm. and it was nice but yeah reading for sure um yeah, prioritizing, like, hobbies and, like, things like that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah. But I also think us both valuing quality time. Yes, that's very huge. Because that's how we hang out. Yes, more than that's time, so, so nice. Because, like, if you had another love language, like, by all means, I would, you know, give you gifts if, like, I mean, we do, like, do surprises. Like, yeah, that and was, I know you do like gifts. Yeah, I mean, I like giving gifts yeah. more than, I mean, I love, like, when you surprised me for, like, May Day, like, May 1st, you got me flowers. Like, that was super nice. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, just, or sometimes, like, we'll get each other coffee before work, and mm-hmm. it's really funny, because sometimes, like, we'll both get each other coffee by, <laughs> yeah. by accident, and then we're like, well, <laughs> um, so, like, I, I really appreciate, like, the thought that goes into our friendship and stuff, but it is, like, I think we're privileged to have the same love language, because mm-hmm. I know that when we do do quality time, like, it's both quality time, so yes. then we just mm-hmm. spend time together, and we're like, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, that we both love taking good photos oh my gosh that's so true because we'll be out at dinner and we'll get an appetizer and it will come out and then we both know to wait so yeah. we can take the picture yeah and both like oh i want to move this wine glass a little bit and like just fully understanding that that's so true because like i don't know a lot of my other friends and like even my boy like my boyfriend doesn't i think he managed to on instagram i don't know <laughs> he doesn't like social media which is like so fair um but i'm so grateful that like Katie's like my also my insta bestie where like she understands Instagram mm-hmm. she understands if I ask her to take like a picture of me it's like 25 for sure oh yeah like she's taking all the angles mm-hmm. same thing goes for me if Katie wants a photo and also feeling comfortable enough can you take a picture of me yes also like when we're in an art museum take the candidates that I don't ask for yeah like I'll just turn around you. like oh Casey's taking pictures of me I love that yeah obviously <laughs> um but yeah dinner it's like I don't know, we'll just both pull up our, pull up our phones, and I'm just like, I love this, because it's yeah. not weird, and it makes sense, and it just fits the vibe. Okay, guys, just, yes. like, fit the vibe, set the vibe, <laughs> just let it happen. Yeah. Um, and if you want to reminisce your life, like, having a friend mm-hmm. to, like, also take pictures, I don't know. 
It's good. I love it. That's so true. I forgot about that. That's a good answer. Because sometimes, you know, when you're with people, it's like, oh, I want to take this picture, but I feel awkward. Yeah. Or like, yeah, exactly. And like, they are going to like, why do you need a picture of this like Mm -hmm. glass of wine? Yeah. You know? And I'm like, like, just let me take a picture of the glass of wine. I I want to take a picture of the glass of wine. I know. I took a picture of our setup for the podcast, like wine glasses, shot glasses. Oh, it's great. Chardonnay, gin, gin, vodka, two vodka bottles. Um, I didn't know which one she wanted. My kombucha. Yeah. We're holistic here. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about balance. Mm -hmm. You take the shot of vodka and then you drink the kombucha. It's called protecting your judge. (laughs) Okay, you want to do the last question? Yes, yes. Can wrap things up. Um, What do I need to hear right now? Am I answering this like for you or are you answering, am I answering this for like myself? Like what I think I need to hear? Um, do I do that? Like what I think I need to hear right now? Okay. What do you need to hear right now? So like for me? Yes. Okay. Um, calm down. Literally, girl, you're going too fast. Um, <laughs> I need to, like, center. <laughs> um, yeah. I need to hear that it's okay to obviously be imperfect mm-hmm. and that I can't do everything. Mm-hmm. Even though I try to do everything, I can't feasibly do everything. Mm-hmm. My Google Calendar is blocked from 8 in the morning until 11 p.m., Mm-hmm. Girl, you have a problem. <laughs> you are addicted to stress. You need to chill. <laughs> and can't do everything. You can't solve the world mm-hmm. if you can't protect yourself. So. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to save yourself first. Just and replay this, like, once a day. Yeah, I think this bit. Is, Yeah, so I'm also trying to, like, not talk fast. Like, center. <laughs> um... Yeah, you can't do everything, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's asking you to do everything. Mm-hmm. Only yourself and your fucking high expectations for yourself, which are ridiculous, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of times that you tell people what you're doing, they're like, oh my god, how do you do that? And you say, I don't know. Maybe that's your clue. <laughs> like, <laughs> do maybe, some reflection. <laughs> yeah, let's do some self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, let's maybe block some, like, non-negotiable self-care time. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, you're feeling really overwhelmed with a lot of change and that way you make yourself busy to not cope with the change Mm -hmm. it's good to like sit in that uncomfortable instead of making yourself excessively busy Mm -hmm. i know you don't want that (laughs) it's gonna be so good for you bestie yeah um yeah i just need to hear to slow down and you know not do everything because it's okay i can't Mm -hmm. do i can't do everything it's not feasibly possible it really is not no yeah and if i can't I want to put as much effort as I can in the things that I have going on because I'm really excited about the things going on. But if I can't take care of myself, then those things won't happen. So Mm -hmm. take care of myself first. Then add the things that I can do. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. It'll all work out. Very zen. Again, judge, protect (laughs) yourself. What do you need to hear, Katie Comp? Um, I need to hear that it's okay to not know what you're doing with your life. And... But I also do know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. Like, yes, it's I just may not know. what you expected. Yes, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think I need to remind myself that I do know what I want in life. And I know major points and aspects that I want and, like, a career and how I want to live my life and really just remember those things. And however I get there, it's going to work out and it's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but then just to be okay in the uncomfortable and comfortable in the uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I also need to remind myself to stop avoiding things that yeah. need to be addressed mm-hmm. um, because that just makes it worse later on, which is one of my things I need to work on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think really just in this time of like a lot of change and unknown to just embrace it and know and to remember the yeah. parts that I want to... Um, like or the parts that I know I want in my life and yeah. I'll work towards that and I'll get there. Yeah, you will. No, for sure. I think also like one last thing for me is that like it's okay that you're terrified about Paris. Mm-hmm. Totally okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be annoyed when people tell you not to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Because it is the biggest like move. And well, it's it, also hard when people say that because it doesn't really and I know, stop you from... Right. And I know people mean it in the best way because they're like, oh, like 
because I'm scared about like making friends and like all that, that thing and then everyone's like how are you scared of making friends like you're the easiest person to make friends with and that's like so kind but guys we're friends like yeah. you are telling me that as my friend yeah um and also we both speak English like I'm gonna be making friends with French people and French people hate Americans yeah so um just like it's okay to like be terrified about it and it's I'm proud of you for doing the hardest thing for you because it'll make you better in the end okay also, well, another one that I just thought of that's yeah. kind of not as deep. No. Um, it's okay to be in a reading slump <laughs> and to not be on the number book of the year that you want to. Yeah. Because I had such... I was reading, like... A book a day, basically. A re- ridiculous amount of books a week. It was insane. But I just got so used to seeing that number on my Goodreads go up so quickly. Yeah. And then sometimes I just feel like I'm too stressed to read, mm-hmm. which when I get to that point, it's like, oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, so just being okay with like, it's fine. I don't need to read yeah. 100 books a year. Like, no. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, just being okay with that. So yeah. not as deep, just more... No, that's a good reminder, though. Thing that I need to remind myself, because sometimes think... I go down the rabbit hole of looking right. at my Goodreads. Just that comparison. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this person has read 150 books so far, and I just hit 50. But are they doing audiobooks? You never know. I think some people are. Yeah. And I just can't get in. I start daydreaming, and I don't <laughs> remember, like, oh, what just happened. Yeah. I yeah, just, you can't, I can't like, do focus. it. Um, but for our listeners out there, whether you're 18, 22, or way older... Mm-hmm. You're exactly where you need to be. Everything's happening for a reason. Yeah, you do not need to compare yourself to who you were, who you are, who you're going to be. You're here right now in this one moment, and that's enough. Mm -hmm. So take some time for yourself and spend some time with your friends or be introverted and spend time alone, but just Mm -hmm. make sure you're taking care of yourself. Just romanticize your life through all the ups and downs. Yeah, because that's what life is. It's Mm -hmm. messy. Messy little roller coaster, but we're mm-hmm. strapped on for dear life. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just saw the best quote. Yeah, please read. That it. I actually loved. I'm going to pull it up real fast because I want to say it correctly. It is only this actual moment is life, and like the larger quote is just saying it's like romanticizing your life, drink your tea slowly, um, blah blah blah, live in the actual moment. Only this actual moment is life. I, I think, think that's so beautiful. Me too. I think that's a good place to stop this episode. So, yeah, only this moment is life. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Um, I, will, I enjoyed this one. Me too. I'm really pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are too. Um, I'll link everything for the plot, Katie and I's Instagrams and Goodreads, as always, down in the show notes. Yes. But we hope you have a really good week, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.